Namaste, Devia, Sadhu, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. Uh, my name is Bharat, and with me, like always, is my wonderful, uh, highly skilled, trained professional co-host, uh, Mr. Parth Walukar. And today we have someone really special, all the way from Indore. We've got uh, Mr. Ashwin Advani, who's a really well-renowned uh, singer-songwriter. Slash musician slash uh, internet sensation. Uh, Ashwin has done uh, a lot of stuff. Ashwin is uh, uh, has a very good uh, dominant uh, social media presence. He's done a lot of collabs. Uh, he's put out his own music. He's been into gigging, uh, and uh, we're going to know about his journey and a lot more his influences. So Ashwin, how's it going, man? क्या चल रहा है? All good, bro. All good. Just been working on a lot of music. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's a brilliant start. Time is over, yeah. So, yeah. So, you were saying you were working on music. So, yeah. what kind of music are you working on, right? I'm working on a lot of originals, bro. I've been writing, I've been producing, hmm. all of the things. Hmm. Right, right. So, just earlier we were talking, you were saying you were producing in Logic Pro. Yeah. So tell me, like, what is the process? Like, you sort of, I think you compose your songs on the guitar, right? I right. Think right. So, tell me, like. Tell me, like, what is your process on of like how quick do you compose a song and what is the longest that you've taken to make a song and like how do you go about? Is it the tune first? Is it the lyrics first? Or is it like a feeling that you're trying to chase with the music that you're trying to make? Or I'm sure it differs from song to song. Also, so yeah. tell me a little bit more about that. How does that? How do you go about that? A lot of people go uh, lyrics first. Some uh, like most most people go melody first because you need to have yeah. a catchy melody and stuff like that. But Absolutely. For me, it's like hand in hand, bro. If right. If anything uh-huh. has to come out, it'll come together, or it won't come out at all. Right. If, if I have if I have a thought in mind, then I would try to hum it in a way that uh-huh. would sound good. Right. right? And uh, then that thought develops into sort of a room what? that I'm sitting at, sitting in, and like I'm, I'm imagining all the things that have that like spiraled out because of the thought I had. Right. Right. So I create a scenario around me. Like mostly, it's about personal experiences, but. But if hmm. if a th- if a thought drives me sometimes, then like hmm. that's the sort of setting I go for. And right, and it usually takes uh, me about a day to finish the song, like hmm. writing wise, lyrics wise. I I try to I I make sure that I don't uh, like leave anything because hmm. there's this thing that Ed Sheeran once said that if you hmm. if you have something inside you, let it out. If hmm. if you if you don't give it its time to breathe, if you if you don't give it its time to, you know, hmm. take birth. If if you take like a day more, if you like hmm. like uh, procrastinate and hmm. ये सोचो कि कल कर लूँगा तो it might not be as honest as it would have been that day. Right. If you sort of delay the process. Right. So I follow that for like that. That's my mantra, bro. When I write songs. Right. It's it. Get up. Is it uh, is it like I mean you write it in a day is what you are saying but but then again I mean it goes on right. to yeah, I, yeah. yeah iterations yeah. like for that sure, for sure for sure for sure sort of rewrite it and initial it. initial ideas need to come out then and there right you, right you need the song to be as honest as as possible true but true. like if I, if if someday I'm not feeling and like if I'm not feeling it and I don't want to write the second verse or something like mm-hmm. that I leave mm-hmm. it for mm-hmm. the next day or right something else. Right. It's interesting you brought Ed Sheeran up because I was watching a video of his. It was sort of like a Q and A session that he was having, and he was talking about like the ten thousand hour theory. I'm sure that yeah, I mean, I yeah, he was talking about the, he was talking about the fact that you know how he just did a lot of gigs when he started out, and Ed Sheeran is one of the most inspirational stories in terms of like the whole single songwriter scene. So right. I mean, he was talking about how he did a lot of gigs. He just kept writing songs, kept writing songs, and then he 
uh, mentioned this term called the dirty tap theory. He said that when you start yeah. a tap, there's a lot of water, muddy water which comes yeah. out. But then when you keep it on for a longer the duration, clean water starts flowing. Clean water. Starts That's flowing. exactly how songwriting works. Uh, you right. you get get better at songwriting only by writing more songs. Nothing else. Absolutely. No tips. No tricks. You won't hmm. you won't be able to learn a lot. from a master class if even if ed sheeran gives you a master class you won't be able mm. to learn as much as you would learn by writing mm. more songs right write absolutely. a song each day absolutely so man when did you start writing songs i think you mentioned to me that you started writing a song like 5 years ago you wrote yeah, a song the first I, song that came out was like 5 years ago yeah i so, wrote the first four lines for that song in 2015 okay acha so then you made a idea yeah that was when i was just starting you know like build a connection with my instrument and have my thoughts come out of my mouth as words and not yeah. just you know melodies and stuff so yeah. that was when i picked up like songwriting properly right. i started writing songs and my first song that i ever wrote was a teachers day tribute mm-hmm. and i performed that song with my band in school okay so that was that was like the first ever song that i wrote and i finished and yeah. i started writing in 2015 stopped hmm. writing for a while in 2017 mm-hmm. briefly for a brief period i didn't hmm. do music at all in that year like okay. for, for a brief period mm-hmm. and right. then i picked picked, pro- picked it up properly again after watching it here in live in 2017 right. i was like dude there's no way right. i'm leaving this thing right right yeah. it, if i'm standing like here in the crowd i want to turn it around and be at the stage oh how beautiful Yeah. That's an interesting way of looking at things. I, yeah, I know. Like sometimes live gigs can give you the most amount of envy in terms exactly. of like, man, I want this that yeah. gratification. I want, but that's interesting. So when you watch them in Bombay, when you come to Bombay, yeah, to Bombay. yeah, I did. And that was like after Shape of You and all. Like I think it come before also after like thinking out loud. Yeah, all. I was gonna come for that gig as well in 2015, but then I had my boards that year. Right. So I couldn't. And, and he came on my birthday that year, first March 2015. Oh. And I missed Achha. that gig, bro. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, वाला तो नहीं मिस कर सकता." And I was in the front Achha. row. What do you say? One. Yeah, bro. I'm right. in the picture that he clicked. अच्छा. Oh. <laughs> yes. That's so cool, bro. Yeah. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. So I mean, Ed Sheeran is one of the people that you really is evident that you like. Who are the yeah, other songwriters bro. that have sort of influenced you? You, you were talking about Summer Madhi and uh, the Yellow Diaries. Those are Indian people, and absolutely rightly so. They they are doing some tremendous work. Yeah. Who are the people? Uh, I mean. Apart from them, that uh, you sort of resonate with, and then even sort of talk about how Yellow Diary and Summer Madhi have influenced you in a further detail. Sure, sure. Hmm. I really look up to John Mayer, bro. I really look up right. to John Mayer, Lau, James Bay, hmm. Harry Styles, for that matter, hmm. and hmm. a hmm. lot of Indian musicians who have just like come to the high, like limelight. I've been listening right. to a lot of their songs since the past three or four years. Mm-hmm. Now hmm. they're like taking center stage, and because like during the lockdown. बॉलीवुड था नहीं तो एवरी वन वॉज लिस्टिंग टू इंडी म्यूजिक हाउ एवरी वन ब्लू अप एंड एवरी And uh, your NH sevens, all these avenues that have opened up and have sort of YouTube. Firstly, I mean, I think that has democratized the whole right. sort of scene where people are not governed by labels. And you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong in labels. It's just about how you approach your career. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact that people can people have an access and people have the opportunity to build an audience and you know, sort of go about things. I think that's really wonderful. And all these indie artists somehow even sort of do brand work or you know, sort of collab. Yeah. Like you also yeah. have. 
which is which is also wonderful so tell me about that man i mean what i really found interesting about your social media presence is also that it's a very diverse social media presence so mm-hmm. i mean like you're doing collabs which is also a really good thing because i think remote collabs and all these things have been a thing ever since like the lockdown happened and yeah. uh, i think once the geographical boundaries like we are doing this on zoom right i mean i don't think it would have been that uh, a normal thing uh, to do before uh, march 2020 where you know i mean now it's the norm been over a yeah. year now so people are sort of accustomed otherwise it would be like oh, let's go to a studio or let's have like a three camera setup and yeah. sort of do this thing do like so a proper cool. podcast with mics and stuff mm-hmm. and this and that now you just need like a minimal setup you just need people talking Absolutely. that's it yeah you just Absolutely. need a camera and a Airport absolutely right <laughs> absolutely it's uh, i mean there's a lot of abundance of it also i mean and, and that that's great man i mean people get to explore themselves into new territories social media smartphones everything is empowered people so tell me how is your social media presence really helped your career because uh also before that what i want to ask you is that you've done you said that you used to do a lot of cover gigs and i know personally a lot of friends in the scene like we belong to pune right so yeah. there are a lot of friends of ours who sort of we meet at open mics and then you know they test their stuff like they looping and the new song or something and then they yeah. you know sort of do that in a 2 hour 3 hour set that they go and play at a restaurant gig which i feel is a very important learning curve for any artist because a you're getting paid for your stuff which is wonderful so that you can you know sort of invest it back into whatever you want to whether it's your original music mm-hmm. or your own mm-hmm. sort of you know your expenses and all of that which sort of makes artists independent at a very young age and make them value and also i feel it's a good training ground to you know sort of read rooms understand how to exactly Right. Build a stamina as an artist. <clears throat> so, before coming to the whole social media presence part, I feel that there's like a good backstory that I would we would want to know to how you got into like the whole gigging scene within Indore. So, how is it like? And I'm sure that you sort of went to other places as well uh, as time went by. Yeah. So tell us about yeah. that. How did you start in the Indore music scene? Roads, like for you to for you to know like and understand that uh, the gigging hmm. part of it. you need to yeah. go back to the social media part that happened because i was super active on social media i was okay. posting okay. when is it when is which which year in particular is it i think it was 2018 mm-hmm. yeah it was 2018 all right okay. i i i uh, like like i mentioned after seeing achiran i was like i am not going to stop nothing can stop me now ab to koi koi nahi rok sakta so i came home i made a lot of covers cuz mm. making covers was like like the thing back then everyone was making covers even still, i wanted to, even still, i wanted yeah. to make it right. it still is right? absolutely so, yeah so. i made a lot of covers and a lot of people from indore noticed it hmm. and uh, hmm. Hmm. yeah so i got my first gig first paid gig was in mumbai acha okay yeah okay. a guy from indore who works at clubs there and hmm. like does a pr and stuff so he called me hmm. up he's like would you like to drive down or like maybe take a bus or something i said yeah hmm. cool bro send me everything i'll be there and like that was like the first nice. paid gig that i did in mumbai it was it was pretty cool bro. Hmm. Hmm. and in that year like since uh, i was not doing music full time bro i was also working with my father like he has hmm. a business so i was i was sitting at his office i was also taking care of the business for almost 2 hmm. years right <laughs> and hmm. in 2018 like january i went to mumbai and do that and came hmm. back home and i fought with my parents i want to move to mumbai i i cannot stay here this is not for me hmm. and i couldn't convince them so hmm. like okay i'll do my bachelor's here and then like while i'm doing my bachelor's i'll keep working on my music and i'll gig hmm. and stuff hmm. so yeah i tried that but didn't happen hmm. and uh, i was so frustrated that year bro 
उसके बाद As soon as I got out of that, I got an offer from a cafe, mm-hmm. like to Achha. be their resident artist, and they are like twelve oh, branches in Indore. Oh wow! They are like, "Aa jao karo, like do this. Hmm. It will hmm. be good for you as well." And right. they were paying me money, so I was like, "Okay," but the money was really Achha. less. The working hours were. It was like a salary job, bro. It was. It sucked oh, for. Like it, it, it was good in in the beginning. Hmm. It was good. I was getting all the attention. People were coming to my shows. It was fun. Achha. It was a learning experience. Oh, how many then, hours were you playing, bro? Like uh, on an average, were you playing every day, or like what was the scene like? Were I was playing, playing uh, almost every day. Sometimes I had an off. Achha, it was okay. it was three hours, sometimes four hours, sometimes even Damn. more than that. Yeah, I Damn. I used to take breaks, bro. Yeah, I used to take breaks. That's ah, of course, bro. Of course, like yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. So it it got it got pretty long, and I started itne bade bade sets se, bro. So I. I can uh, go on for almost two hours and not get tired, bro. That's that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, I can perform uh, for two hours. I can do like a whole ninety-minute set by myself. I don't yeah, mind. Man. Yeah, bro. Like, Badia, bro. That's wonderful. So that's, that's how it started. I hmm. I performed all over the city, so a lot of clubs were noticing that. A lot of you know, there was a lot of buzz because people were actually going out and actually hmm. going just for the musician to see a show. People mm. in bunch, mm. not even just like two, three people. A lot of people from Indore were coming. My friends, my friends' right. friends, their own friends. So that became like a thing. Everyone used to come, used to jam. Mm. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted. There were a lot of problems also, which I, I don't think I should mention them. But <laughs> like, it was fun. Like, if you want to like get onto it, I yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, um, see if if. If you think about it, I mean, I was not given anything for the first two, three weeks. I had to take my own mic. I had to take my own mic stand. I had to take all the cables. I had to take my own amp and my pedals. Yeah, so it was it was a hassle, bro. I used to I had my guitar bag. I had one bag full of pedals, cables, and one amp in one hand. Or then, after that, go there, keep it, and then go back to your car, and then bring the stands and everything, and set everything up. So, yeah, it was a, it was a mess, bro. For the for the initial right. two three weeks, it was a mess. Right. So, I, right. But I did it for but I did it for two months, not more than that. Because by on kitaraf se problems aane lagay the, and I was like, I need to leave. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. But this was around two thousand eighteen, right? Yeah, this was uh, October November. Ah, 
ஒரு <laughs> in or and cities like i mean they i don't want to say interiors of india but i mean it, it's like not the metro cities yeah, basically yeah. so in or bhopal and even even in up i've seen a lot of open mics happening now in places like bareilly where oh. you know you you can't even think about the yahan pe right so so that's 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 good in a sense now but again the time that you are talking about which is like Uh, in and around 2018 2019 i think that that was the start of things these things happening mm, right so I mean, so how is it how is it now i mean how is it actually now right how has uh, seen it got, it got better bro it got better towards 2019 and 2020 was the best but then mm. now it's even worse bro ab to to kya hi chal raha hai bro like everyone yeah, snatching work here everyone's you know Are? yeah bro uh, because basically 10 baje ke baad restaurants band so like this month has been very dry iske pehle bhi there were a lot of restrictions bar bar har 2 mahine mein there is something new so mm-hmm. even if like an artist you know makes a repo ekdam acche se ki ha i'll 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 do four gigs a month mm-hmm. okay there's another artist who wants to take that slot and say i'll do four gigs a month for 2000 mm-hmm. yeah. ah, right right so right right that's that's what's happening because bahut kam jagahein open hai mm-hmm. and there are a lot of people mm. who perform karte hain and demand mm-hmm. supply even even mm. even those people who went out of indore mm. performance ke liye to build their career and stuff like that they had to come back because mm. of the lockdown so all of them were like at ground zero abhi ekdam right 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 so mm. you're going to build from that's crash right now. so we've, we've i mean I, i'm sure bharat will agree with this that we've mm. i mean everywhere where there was a scene pre lockdown it just after the lockdown and the past year uh, basically the scene went down and yeah. now people are trying to start basically from scratch mm. and i think pune scene has been pretty good that way that's mm. what that's what my observation is gigs are happening there are a lot of restriction of course mm. there are a lot of venues had to shut down because of ஒன்னும் Uh, i'm so glad that the way pune scene has picked it up now that mm. i mean it gives gives a certain amount of hope after what what has happened uh, that mm. things will eventually get better mm. and i hope that 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 happens in indore and pune uh, indore and bhopal and the tier two cities because mm. pre lockdown i could see a very very good scene starting to pick up yeah. there were a lot of people actually uh, i mean you know performing a lot of good music music yeah. not yeah. not just music in fact people were coming in open mics and performing a lot of stuff even mm. the comedy scene had picked up so yeah 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 
so uh, let i just hope that it it picks up again for yeah it will bro live industry is the heart and soul of the entertainment Absolutely. industry bro mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. live scene much. and nothing beats the live experience bro i i no. um i no. wanted to attend lucky ali's uh, uh, show in goa i couldn't do no. it so no. i attended uh, that bacardi bacardi thing or, or like any seven weekend mm-hmm. right so right i right. Did, i i attended the online gig it was nowhere close to what it, i would have it was, it was nowhere close bro no right bro. True. True. and like bro dekho now that concerts have started happening a lot mm. of people have started doing shows 500 capacity 600 capacity mm. Mm. people have you know started craving that experience more now so they are asking for more and like mm-hmm. artists are providing more Mm-hmm. So I mean, once once it all gets better, let's just hope it does, and the mm. like live industry picks up again. Oh it, yeah, it yeah, has absolutely. to do. It has to. It has to. There is has no to. other. Yeah, yeah I think there to. is no other way. I think you can't sort of replace the live industry with online. It's a parallel scene, and I think it's an important mm-hmm. avenue because it sort of democratizes the whole aspect of venues and uh, you know artist managers and artist programmers exactly. having the monopoly. I get it in that aspect, and you know you're putting yourself out there, and you know you. if you can generate revenue from it which is such a wonderful thing remotely also you can you can yeah. cater to a wider audience so ye to baat hai but i don't think you can sort of overlap it or replace it with like a nothing can replace the experience it can't you can't no, but again can't. i mean you you've if talked I'm, about you yeah. know uh, the good things about online gigs right you, bharat you mentioned that you know it has democratized and it has kind of hmm. uh, brought the artist a little bit up in the terms of like the artist will now are somewhat not being yeah, not being yeah. dominated Hmm. But I've hmm. I've also seen uh, this happening. The artist happening. is not a part of the lineup. The artist is the show now. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Oh, that's a Bollywood dialogue, bro. Up my lineup, up my show, who kind of thing. But but yeah. again, I mean, I need to point this out that I've seen gigs happening, especially uh, when it just started. The Zoom gigs started picking up, right? Especially mm-hmm. at that point of time, I've seen gigs happening, and this was like a thirty-minute slot or a forty-five-minute slot. That is what play forty-five uh, minutes is a is a big time, big amount of time. It's not a yeah. small time, right? And for that, not getting paid because and the sole reason was that this is an online gig, so yeah. We no, man. Online. Like I, I did. But you are selling tickets, basically. I did yeah, a few yeah, things so, here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there was this uh, community gig. You, you must uh, know about Ragomir. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a wonderful thing started, man. Yeah. So I, I performed at the fo- first ever uh, showcase online. So mm-hmm. I think that is one of the very few uh, initiatives mm-hmm. on Zoom or anywhere that is actually paying whatever right. money comes from tickets to the artists. And right. I'm sure like no, none of the money that the the showcases have made any of that would have gone to anyone but the artists. Mm-hmm. Four artists at each mm-hmm. show and one graphic designer. So all the oh, tickets wow. that are sold. Mm-hmm. Like you gather the money, give it to mm. all four artists and and to the graphic designer. Nothing else. No one keeps the money. That's beautiful, bro. Yeah. I mean, that that's wonderful. That you know sets such a good precedent for like you know other people who sort of want to venture into this. And yeah. uh, that and I like how the graphic designers also you know because I think the graphic designers, the photographers, the light people, the sound people, these people They're make like, it happen, uh, man. Hmm. These Behind people, the scenes. Behind the scenes. They make man. sure that people get attracted to what you're showing them, and then Absolutely. they buy the ticket. If they Absolutely are, if they don't no. do a good job, then like yeah. half the yeah. tickets won't sell. True. Right. True. Right. 
1000% bro 1000% that's that's really interesting you said that so yeah coming back to the question that we were talking to you about now we've spoken about like the other aspect like the other horizon of like online presence which is like zoom right. shows which you think is a good avenue but not necessarily your first preference yeah now let's talk about the fact that you have like this good social media presence and in terms of like you're doing a bunch of stuff right you're doing the covers that you've been doing for a very long time like you said ever ever since you you got more regular in them ever since you saw the ed sheeran show then you've been doing online collabs which is a thing which is sort of emerged and it has become a norm now because people have understood that you have to not physically meet the person you can do stuff you can do yeah through. and it's become normal now you it's become mm-hmm. normal people have got used to the split screen not being like a sort of a compromise it's a thing now yeah so ek to wo baat ho gayi then you have also been putting out your originals and you've done the music videos and you've done all those things and then so you tell me this online presence that you have and this relationship that you have with social media it can be overwhelming at times because sometimes you can get lost in your own hype i'm sure that sometimes it can be a little side tracking because the attention that you're getting is sort of uh you know it could be very disproportionate to what like a live gig gratification could be or like you know being around people normally whereas you put out a story you get all these replies people are commenting hey man your song is the best i am so right. you you are the best you are an inspiration and those yeah. things can sort of get to your head and those things can sort of affect you subconsciously consciously unless you are thick skinned and you realize that social media isn't real which i think yeah. even if you do sometimes it can still penetrate through i mean like, no matter how hard the experience no matter how hard the experience and sometimes people have western interest to you know compliment you when you don't you're not able to understand you get decepted deceptive by you know whatever they're trying to put so what is your relationship with social media you're really active on social media so you're doing all these different formats which i think is a very interesting approach because then you can do anything right i mean uh you you have come to all these you've come to this juncture now where you think that you can take any road right i mean you right. you've done the you you can venture into bollywood also i think set up base because you did that rendition which i found really interesting i would want to touch it is that you started with covers and you did like a proper official rendition yeah <laughs> like that's great man so apart from that so uh how do you look at things and what is the relationship with social media considering that's, all these that's aspects? a very nice question bro thank you bro hmm. it 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 takes a lot sometimes it takes a lot away from you sometimes but then you know you need to be out there you need to show uh, yeah you, you need to put yourself out there you need to make sure that each and every aspect of you is mm. known to known to all the people that mm. have followed you because see mm. if if say uh, a bunch of new people f- uh, start following me today so they need mm. to know that i am a musician i write my own songs mm. i can produce mm. music as well I love making videos. I love vlogging. I love mm. I love doing all mm. these things. I love joking around. I love mm. making like pranks and stuff. I need to. I I cannot stop talking on my stories. I need to have memes at all times. Mm. They need mm. to know all that all those things about me. Mm. If mm. if mm. if I want to build like a proper like a personal okay. connection, yeah, like a good um. connection, where which you know they just don't follow me for my music. They just. Mm. they need to know who i am as a person and they need to know what kind like what what is my personality and they need to be connected with that and if i have that person to person connect then the music thing is absolutely brilliant bro because if if they know me and the sort of person that i am and then they listen to my music they can they can actually picture me in there they can actually feel what i'm feeling since they have gone through that journey with me absolutely so this is the best part that you know if if you are that active on social media this these are the perks but then right. there are cons as well there are there have been days where you know i haven't felt like doing anything but then i still had to push 
and make make things and like put it out even though mm-hmm. i would i wasn't feeling anything and there have been mm-hmm. days where i did stuff i made stuff and it didn't do well so that kind of you know like it sort, it sort of, of yeah, yeah yeah it comes yeah. out it does i mm-hmm. i mean I'm, it doesn't you know do it as often as it used to when i was like a teenager because mm-hmm. back then you all you think about is like if people would like it or not no mm. no move move past that stage now i'm doing it just because i love it so oh, like wow. a, like the external yeah. external validation kind kind of uh, you know vanishes after a point mm. so, but like sometimes there are weak days there are mm. some days that you feel weak and like it you give in and if mm. you don't get the amount of uh, you know not the amount like the reaction that you thought you would if you don't get mm. it sometimes it bumps you off right But I try to balance it out. I have people around me who I talk to. I have a brilliant team. They they keep me grounded. They have they support me yeah. through thick and thin. So I just don't need to worry about it. So yeah. right. No, I would agree with that, man. I think how even we sort of made this happen also. And I mean, in terms of communication, it was very effective. Yeah. And I really, I think that's a good uh, having the right people around you is sort of like a cocoon to right. the to the sort of uh, you know direction. I mean, I think. Uh, be having the right people around, having the right mindset, having the doing it for the right reasons also. And what I really liked about how you sort of mentioned it is that you said that you want to firstly, uh, you know, sort of reflect your authenticity as to what kind of a person you are. Because yeah. social media can become a very good fake pretend uh, platform where people exactly. are just you know posting those aesthetic photos of themselves and you know <laughs> putting random as captions with like some French sort of connotation to it. And you don't know what the fuck this guy is talking yeah. about, but. that that's interesting though that you you sort of uh, you know being keeping it real because i think in the long term how long will you last you know because at some yeah. point of time i mean who would want to make a second ashwin advani account pvt just you know sort of share me yeah like a lot of people do i i know a lot of friends of mine who sort of reach a certain level and they're like you know i just have a private account because i want to keep things real and yeah even my, i do bro you do yeah. <laughs> that's crazy i mean I, i don't have an account i have those friends who make like separate Absolutely. accounts Absolutely. i try to keep my account as authentic as i can bro i i memed oh. myself today if you watch my stories you will go and see i memed myself today there was this right. old picture of mine where i'm oh. doing this sign for some reason i have no idea it was back like it, it's a picture from 2010 and i asked my followers to make memes from that oh. picture and bro it was a it was a blast bro i had oh. i had a good laugh yeah i have to check that out bro dekhenge yeah. wo bhi but i you know that that's really interesting because see i've seen like john mayer also do this like where he is just you know if, if you see the music video of new light it's just basically it's just yeah having, dude <laughs> it's the best music video ever <laughs> like absolutely no yeah 1000% <laughs> because i was like man you reach such a certain level where you know like it's not about you being a good musician it's about like you have such a huge female following that <laughs> and yeah. you i mean i think that's even more attractive when you are just you know sort of fooling around because i think yeah. there's some there's some sort of liberation in that uh, sort exactly. of channelizing yourself out that way and i think the people who can laugh at this because i think once people are like oh this is me now this is the kind mm. of photo that i'm going to post this is the sort of thing and then they're like if i do something out of this people will be like what is this guy doing but yeah pagal like, hai ladka and like ah, more than people you 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 stop yourself from doing all those you you yeah. don't want to look foolish foolish in front of a lot of people that's that right. the biggest factor i think for people who just right. you know play pretend like they have been given a personality and they huh. take their personality and like they follow that yeah thing. i yeah man i mean that can be really suffocating it's good that you didn't do that from the word go i mean wait so tell me like what what is the like what is the non music ashwin advani like like what are your friends like how how old are because i think that 
what I heard about, I think, I think Ranveer Alabadi was talking about this guy who runs beer by Sathya. He was talking yeah. like, which I sort of resonated with, I think, because I think both of us are of the same age. After 22, your friends sort of, you know, change. Like, they go into different directions and all. All the friendships under 22 are sort of like, either they could be your friends for long, I mean, mm-hmm. as long as it could be, mm-hmm. or they could just be temporary entities, entities in your life. And, I mean, move their own ways with all good feelings and all, you know, mutual respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell so, me about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, so... <laughs> So, so what I so what I want to know is like the friends that you have right now and the people that you hang out with. I'm sure that it might be a mix of the people that you profess met in a professional capacity also, and right. also the people that you've sort of been friends with for a longer time. So, yeah. what is like an off day when you're not doing music, you're just chilling, you're being by yourself? What is that Ashwin like? So it's funny you mentioned the transition period. I'm going through that transition period right now. Where mm. you know, 22. I've just turned turned 22, so mm. I'm going through that period where I have mm. to make sure. See, there are a lot of people in your life who would come and like help you grow. But then mm-hmm. there are a lot of people, like most majority of people come in your life and you can only grow a certain amount with them. Right. right? Mm. So I have like a lot of people in my life, like who might hear this podcast and they, they would get mm. to know this bad news that I'm done with them. <laughs> so, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm in that transition. <laughs> It's not me to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what's happening, bro. I mean, you need to have a have a circle who is also, you know, vibrating at the same wavelength. Mm. Like you need mm. to have like people who have goals and ambitions. You mm. you you suck out the energy, bro. If if you're right. if you're around someone who has no ambition, just doing whatever the fuck they want to. If you if you stay around them, bro, you're you're bound to get negative energy that they throw out in the world. You'll you're bound to get that into yourself, and you're bound to go downhill. So I just make sure that I have people around me who are also you know ambitious and like doing it, like have making efforts to become better. That's it. Right, right. No, that's wonderful, bro. I mean, also what I how I look at it is that. I've come to realize is that people are going to be at different junctures of their life and they are going to have different ways of going about their life. And like my friends, a lot of my friends are not from this field at all, like the field that I happen to be, right? So it is sometimes good to be with contrasting entities also because you realize that there's such a, uh, it is important. They, they also, there's a life that exists outside the whole system that you build around for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that would be really like a good POV because sometimes when you're just with the people around who are always, I mean, of course, they might be equally driven or you might want to reach their level of, you know, self-drive and all those things. I think it's good to like sort of have a contrasting thing. But like you said, yeah, I agree on that fact. Is that sometimes it's not, it's not even disrespect to them sometimes. It's just that probably if I'll be around you, it is going to slow me down as yeah. to where I want to get. And right. I think the best way I have also come to realize is that you wish them the best. There's no harsh feelings. It's just that yeah. you probably have to sort of distance yourself in certain aspects just for the greater good. But yeah. there's no sort of uh, despise, despising them not or saying that. Yeah. yeah, they're not I bad think. people, but like you yeah. have to get better. That's it. I right. want to get better. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is more growth oriented. Yeah, right. I get it. I get it. So, have you always been this driven? Like, what was like the sort of instigating factor? Like, yeah, man, I got a like your wake up in the moment. There have been a lot of wake up in moments, bro. I I right. not just mention one, but. Like the biggest, biggest uh, moments that I've faced were the first, first, first being Ed Sheeran, mm. like seeing him live and like, mm. you know, getting so moved and like feeling all mm. those emotions, which I didn't even know existed. 
I think yeah. I think I, I I think somebody I really look up to. Uh, he had told me that ego is a double-edged sword. I mean, sometimes, mm. like you said, like you know, when you probably your dad said that you know you should not do this with, I mean, not work and all of those things with me. I think I'm sure that that sort of identity of ego in a way, but it sort of said that no, probably I I don't know. Was it that way that you were probably like? I mean, ego not in the ego ego way, in the yeah, in the sense that all of us way, yeah. in not in a negative in a constructive way that you yeah. probably were like, I think I probably am more than this, and I'm you know. Was it like that for you? Where you yeah, felt that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, right. I, I think there was a lot of ego involved. Hmm. Right? And if it wasn't hmm. for my ego being hurt that bad, I don't think I would have got the energy or like. Absolutely. Uh, like the energy to pick myself up and like actually do what I've wanted to do. Hmm. Go along that path. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's it's something of that. No, but now like it. since like we sorry I'm sorry I'm cutting you this way. But Order. since we ma- mentioned like all the things that happened with with me and my dad, I just want to clarify that both of us are at the best terms right now. There's no, <laughs> no dude. He's my biggest. He's my biggest. He's my biggest fan now. And like, oh, wonderful. Yeah, I just I'm just really grateful, man. From like right. from seeing that to seeing this, it's been mm. what a journey. I just want to put put it out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he he might be really happy about that decision he made that day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, like I, I'm so like... happy. I'm so happy I kicked him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, you were receiving an award. You're like, thanks for firing me. That, <laughs> yeah. That fired me up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. That's that's interesting actually because I think yeah, sometimes you need those. Uh, you know, you need that kick on your butt just to sort yeah. of realize, you know. I'm more than this, and I need to sort of look at things in perspective. Right. So uh, that's been one aspect. Do you have any brothers? Like, do you have any siblings, or do you? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, okay. I have a younger sibling. I have uh, three cousins. So I live. Oh, right. I live in a joint family, so it's oh okay. Much a party. Every it's day. almost like yeah, yeah. It's almost like living with them as your siblings. Yeah. So that's great, man. That's great. So I mean, how have have you like sort of shifted base to Bombay, or are you still in very much in Indore? Yeah, I, I was supposed to uh, shift to Bombay in 2020. I got into mm. music school, but then oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, nothing happened, bro. I didn't want to attend online classes, and I was investing all that money. I was like, I I'm not feeling it anymore. I'll, right. I'll do it next year or when things get better. And right, right now, I don't I don't even feel the need to join a music school. I mean, right now mm. you can just you know take lessons take private lessons and they'd be as good as a music school i'm not discrediting a music school no, not no, shitting on anyone but like private lessons like the one on one thing works much better mm-hmm. for a lot of people than like your class setting does so who yeah. i'm i'm sure i mean each to its own because i know friends were doing like online lessons in terms of like vocal training and you know learning yeah. the specifics of certain instruments and i think it can be really beneficial i think that's the beautiful part about like zoom and all these things because now people are you know actively pursuing these opportunities you know when the whole dalgona coffee thing was happening people yeah. were like <laughs> we call that the dalgona coffee era but yeah, yeah. so people were like people were like one oh. year to that bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro i mean that but did you give coffee. in did you make dalgona coffee bro no i'm so glad i did <laughs> no i did it, it it tastes so bad it tastes so what bad yeah bro what i did i did it was but, so bad yeah <laughs> you know what? What I find funny is that you know you spend all that time you know sort of stirring that coffee and then you have it and you're like, what? What's the point? Yeah, bro, I should have I should have listened to a lot of my friends who said it tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I, I now the, think I mean now that you've pointed that it doesn't taste good, I now think that the whole hype was built up because of the people realize yeah yeah so people people realize <laughs> it's it's 
you can't drink it so rather take the picture and post it like yeah post it and people are going to reply it's nice yeah i got like a it was a metaphor for life dalwar got too deep bro yeah bro for sure we should collectively name our biographies dalwar coffee but no no just kidding so uh, that that interesting man that interesting so yeah i mean i was talking about the dalwar coffee time because i remember a lot of people were like hey i'm going to go i'm going to do udb classes i'm going to learn this i'm going to learn that yeah so what i also want to know is like apart from music like you said like you like to vlog and all those things do you have interest i i think it's important to sort of you know even like if you have like an a career or like there's a main thing i'm sure that you need hobbies also to sort of keep you sane because if you're just yeah. doing that constantly it sort of you know become it becomes derivative because you're just too much into that and i think you need those you know breaks to like sort of have like a fresher outlook towards everything right. so we spoke about like you uh, having real people around yourself and you know hang, uh, hanging uh, keeping a circle tight and all those things what are the things that you do apart from uh, you know making music i'm sure that it occupies a lot of time of yours because you are advancing in your career and doing all those things so it's not like a yeah you like need to work even harder than you were doing before to earn that freedom yeah i mean it's the opposite like you need to work harder to become more mm-hmm. yeah so what are the things that you in whatever free time that you earn for yourself or you know sort of manage to sort of keep what are the things that you do to unwind uh, i really love bro i always been photography and videography i i hope to someday own like a proper film camera like a, a mini film camera which i can use and i'm still i don't even know the basics of it uh, uh, that uh, fine cut pro and um, i love not oh, doing edits i i'm not making bro. edits to videos <laughs> like you would you be like i use yeah. i movie but you like you know i use final cut pro <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, great bro. bro it was like a bundle bro i got everything final cut ah. pro logic pro i got everything right right yeah. i so yeah, i i learned a lot uh, during this quarantine hmm. i learned a lot of video editing i since i was making covers and i was you know doing that split screen right. i also had the time to learn a lot of things video editing aspect of hmm. and like hmm. i learned a lot of things man i uh, there were all these uh, songs that came out in the lockdown ke um, hmm. we'll come out stronger vishal mishra had a song Okay, Bharat, uh, and like mm-hmm. Corona and stuff like that. So a lot of my fa- family members, you know, made uh, videos and they asked me to sort of, you know, make. Oh, are you doing video edit? Do that. Do that. Yeah. So I started with that and I started getting into like editing it and I learned a lot, bro. So I I went to Goa, uh, December May, just to you know give myself a break. I was relief like mm-hmm. pride there. Pe, like, right. Go. and oh, yeah, yeah, i recorded i recorded a lot of footage came mm. back i didn't realize i recorded more than i needed i recorded mm. almost 58 minutes of footage and i damn i, I went through, yeah, <laughs> i went through movie. all that footage and bro selecting the best footage was the biggest task editing mein utna time nahi laga jitna what you need to put right. in the vlog did right. so i made like i think that's a part of editing yeah. that's a part of editing yeah. but yeah absolutely hmm Yeah, so it, I made that fifty-eight minutes ka footage into fifty-eight or something minutes ka footage into eight minutes ka vlog, and oh, it wow. took me it, it took me a lot of time to edit hmm. that. But it was it was a learning experience. So I believe that it's not time nearly. I'm sure. Hmm. Maybe. So yeah, I love But... I love I love that. I love photography. I, I really want to learn properly. I really want to learn videography and photography properly. Okay. I love being active, bro. I love playing around. I love going on walks. 
I I hmm. I cannot stay inside my room for confined. Hmm. Uh, yeah, a very long time. I hmm. I love walks. I I cycle sometimes. I I work out. So hmm. all these things keep me sane. I yeah. I just, I just love talking also. Hmm. So I I make sure that I I am talking to a lot of people throughout the day. That you know that keeps hmm. me sane. I have people who you know who are just starting out in music who are like really close to me now. Who are just hmm. starting out. So I'm just. I'm making sure that they don't make mistakes that I made, and I'm like making sure mm-hmm. that they have the correct mm-hmm. tools and, and resources that mm-hmm. they need. You, 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 So I've heard, I've heard them. Right, right. They're, they're probably the best for our city, and they're doing some tremendous work. They, I think, they had some songs in this Amazon Prime thing that came out. Of right, the right. So uh, the the lead of Fiddlecraft, the founder, is Gaurav Kadu. He's uh, we yeah. call him Gaurav Bhai. So he's he also is at a very you know sort of position where he really doesn't need to give a damn about you know uh, other people in the scene. But the fact like he's you know voluntarily shot music videos for people and put them out. Call people to sort of his house and recorded songs for them and put them out. And you know, gives the right guidance, tells people to you know sort of, uh, okay, come and open for me and all those things. And they play at the best venues, best just like hard rock yeah. cafe and mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. I think that accessibility and if there's somebody who's sort of you know, bridging that gap between you know, like you said, that point A to point B, and that point A to point B always varies. Even your point A to Z will not be A to Z directly. At some point yeah. of time, even if you are at Y, it will still be A to B for you, right? Yeah. So. So I mean, I think that you need the right people around you, and when there's somebody who's actually doing it, you can, you know, living the dream. What for some people, what might be yeah. the dream? That's that's a wonderful thing, you know, to give back give back to the community. I mean, that's what I liked about Cone Community also about what Raghav Mitchell did. Yeah. I mean, he really didn't need to do that, you know. Exactly. I mean, he he really didn't need to. He didn't need to create a platform for artists to come yeah. and perform because he has his own thing. He could have yeah. done like a live session for of his own where he 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 comes and sings. His songs and leaves, yeah. but then right. he decided to, yeah. you know, go one step further and make a community of people who actively want to participate, who actively want other people to get better, who mm-hmm. actively want to root for each other. When even mm-hmm. even if one person from the community makes a song and they put mm-hmm. it out, everyone from the from the community posts a story or like praises them or like gives them a shout out and make sure that you know. They their music doesn't go unheard, bro. This is the best mm-hmm. best thing that I've seen bro. this year. One thousand percent, bro. I, I think I mean, that he's brought that and, musicians closer. Yeah, I think oh, uh, Ragam Yatul and I mean the whole community community thing and yeah and even you know Ehsan Ehsan sir, sir yeah for sure. I mean oh why yeah for sure yeah. he for but sure for him, didn't need like, that for him he 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 actually didn't need to bro right, right. he still <laughs> does it bro he's just he's, yeah, he's, yeah right right yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, it had become a running joke that all of my friends one by one were going on his live session. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've only attended like like I've only gone live with Raghav Mittal once, hmm. and it was a ball, bro. It was fun. Hmm. He's he's a super chill guy. He's a fun guy. Right, absolutely. It's good that you spelled his surname out. I was like, how do you pronounce the surname? The Mittal, 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 Mittal. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, hmm. all of us have the same team. So. Like there's this important right. thing we we call him Raghav Mittal, so <laughs> yeah, right. Acha, yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's good, man. At least, I mean, uh, that's that's the most uh, sort of uh, 
Indian thing of doing it. But so I mean, uh, what when I was asking this question about uh, you know you were talking about like you are at these junctures where you sort of place yourself and you can you know take directions and always come back because you've established yourself, you put yourself out there, and I think for your audience that you built, there's something for everybody, right? I mean, there's nobody particularly following you for a particular reason, right? And that's good. That's a good space to be in because then you can just sort of further build. So this is one yeah. YouTuber I happen to follow, and I think he's really he's really good. His name is Vinamre Kasana. So mm-hmm. he was he's like a Boston graduate or something, and uh, he was talking about like how you need to in your initial years in your twenties you need to grow horizontally before you grow vertically, right? If, if right. you're getting what I'm trying to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. completely understand like and like you said that you sort of know editing and you you like photography i'm sure it helps you in a lot of ways because you can sort of articulate your vision visually exactly. about regarding the stuff that you want to put out because i think i was talking to my friend akshit also who you happen to know he he's he's super into like doing good music videos and putting them out and investing in those things and i was like that's a very good trait because you are market i mean i think music videos are a very good tool to market yourself and uh, yeah, true very called has a great recall 1000 1000% and good discover- discoverability sort of medium mm-hmm. for like people who just randomly watch the music video and then get to know about you and all yeah. those things so for sure so, so what i what i want to sort of know is that uh, i mean like you you sort of put yourself in this place where you sort of grown yourself vertically uh, uh, horizontally and now you're growing vertically so what are the things that you genuinely feel now that you've sort of put your hands into and you understood that these are the things that what what is it that you enjoy the most out of all the things you do whether it's like social media collabs like you, i i could see that live music performing live music is one of those things but do you see yourself doing bollywood or do you, and also what i found interesting is that in the covers also of yours is that western touch which mm-hmm. is there like a western influence is very sort of evident yeah and i think that sort of makes uh things really distinctive about how you do because i know a lot of friends of mine also like you know pink floyd fans or pearl jam fans and when you hear them do like uh there's a very good artist in our scene his name is jyom joshi so he basically uh, uh he does like a two hour three hour set and he like play the first hour with like english covers and all but then he'll come back to like classical stuff and you oh. like if there's somebody who's listening it from the outside from the road he'll be like <laughs> there are two different musicians who came yeah. and did they nailed their job and you are like i mean I, are you sort of in that place where you sort of gathered the data that you put i mean from the stuff that you've done like the experiments you've done yeah. what is it that you enjoy the most i'm sure live music is one of them so apart from that yeah. what are the things that you enjoy doing and see yourself doing in a long term i love love writing songs man love hmm. writing songs i love writing with other people writing for other people hmm. and i absolutely want to test more of my videography and video editing skills because i i, mm. i think there is something there which i'm like mm-hmm. i need to capture and i need to get better at so mm-hmm. these two things for sure bro but then yeah let's let's see bro i'm still i'm still seeing the world i i couldn't actually right. do a lot of things that normal people have done when they're growing up like mm. the whole uh, working with my dad situation and then getting into the unplugged scene i i didn't actually live my you know uh post school and college days like mm-hmm. normal people do i was either working or performing so there i missed out on a lot of things but yeah i'm st- I'm, i'm i've started to get like i've, I've started to discover myself and yeah, it's been yeah. quite a like it's been fun the yeah. last two or three years have been fun i've discovered myself in a better yeah because what do you write songs about i mean exactly I you need experiences you need you need uh, to like go through all of that thing all of those things and like 
come back and reflect on all those things and write things write songs about them so like if i give you an option your career is like at like a pause like a video game pause you go and do your stuff and come back and you just have a year as of now tell yeah. me five activities that you'll actively pursue yourself uh, uh, into and like do constantly just to sort of regain that normalcy and have that contrast to like your professional attributes what is the thing that you like to do i would i would see i love food bro i i absolutely love love going out and eating at great places mm-hmm. i i love tasting new stuff i i i want to learn cooking i want to like uh, i want to learn a lot of fancy dishes as well and not just basic cooking i want to like nail it properly acche se so that for sure i would i would learn how to cook i would go out and eat at a lot of places and give reviews because i i've heard i i give good reviews about uh, restaurants and cafes to my friends so i'm that guy who they call and kahan jaye khane this is the kind of stuff that i want to eat so i tell them ki go to this place you'll find that there this is the specialty so i want to go and like explore that thing i want to learn videography see the forests forests and uh, wildlife and you know that isolation wala vibe attracts me a lot like the forests okay i i really want to like do something around that thing i want to go camping or stuff like that i haven't ever hmm. gone camping not even on a trek hmm. so i i want to travel more and do all these adventurous things hmm. and hmm. yeah that's it bro and if i get good content out of it then why not <laughs> i think you'll put that out that, that's good bro <laughs> the content creator in me never sleep irrespective yeah, but yeah that's that's wonderful that's wonderful I mean that's really honest rather than you know people say oh I'll go to Europe for solo backpacking and find myself and all those things. Yeah. <laughs> no 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 bro. That, that's pretty pretentious. If 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 yeah. if I'm you know going to a forest to like get get my sanity back then I'm, I probably won't record it and like put it out but then yeah. when you're when you're having fun with your friends and you're like in that zone you're mm-hmm. bound to have all those moments which are like camera worthy and like right know, mm-hmm. which others also see the the fact that people watch people uh, go through all these long ass vlogs mm. is because everyone deep down is sad mm. everyone wants to watch other people having fun because inside they are sad so you have to attack us that way <laughs> <laughs> no bro, but honestly this is this is what i've seen bro yeah no, i i watch vlogs because you know there are things in say a david dobrik vlog that i resonate with where he gives oh, yeah. out cars to his he gives out cars to his friends and stuff like that so you also give out cars to your friends no bro, i would <laughs> love to bro i would love to <laughs> right absolutely yeah. it could be aspirational also right it doesn't need to be yeah, yeah. what is the female attention been like how do you look at it so i don't look at it that way bro i mean acha you're you're bound to you're bound to get get female attention if you're making pop music for sure uh-huh. and you know you are in your uh, music videos and your music videos look good and you have that aesthetic mm-hmm. and you dress well and you look was that the reason you didn't come in your music video initially nahi bro nahi bro i i really want to feature in my next music video because i i i want to explore that thing as well i want to like be in front of a camera and not be that shy and like be able to act and stuff like that so yeah i want to do that but like female attention i don't look at it as female attention i just look at the, like, like the whole bunch of people who you know just support me throughout man i just I just love that feeling. It's not the gender. That's great, bro. Yeah. That's great because I know a lot of people who sort of get into the thing to you know get that approval also. 
and then gradually you realize that it's all just you know it's very superficial i'm sure that yeah, even if you yeah. meet them you really don't feel that they really are meeting you they're meeting like a persona of you i mean exactly. not to be not to be dismissive of all the support that they're giving i'm sure that there mm-hmm. are genuine people who genuinely support and support you for who you are also not like you know other aspects of it and so what is like has there been like an interaction of somebody who's recognized you i'm sure that there have been a bunch and more than a bunch i'm sure like in your shows and all like where you felt that uh you met people but you felt that you've really not met them and they've really not met you i mean it's sort of been like a you are both meeting versions of each other and like it's a you've not been able to understand it's been sort of surreal to you where you are like i don't know like is this me you're talking to or am i really talking to you you or you're talking to a sort of a intimidated uh, your right. version of if you're getting what i'm talking about so yeah, what what how, how do you deal with those things have you like sort of become immune to it you like oh thank you so much i really appreciate it and sort of move on how do you look at those things that is it like deceptive to you i mean i can i i can just imagine man and it could be so deceptive because you sometimes don't even realize who are they really addressing and who are they talking right. about i've heard like a lot of famous people talk about this that i that's a people just sort of go into their own shell they're like are they for me for who i am or who i really am i mean yeah but but the fact that you know each and every person who is listening to your music and coming to your shows is is a supporter like if if yeah, not yeah. something if not a person who likes you for you or likes you for your face that person is actually supporting you that person oh, is no. buying a ticket and coming right. to your show that person right. is streaming your music then hmm. if if uh, if the fact that they just like your face like hmm. it sorts of it's it sort of disturbs you just just focus on hmm. the fact that they they they're supporting your music bro and for okay, me you look at it optimistically that is yeah bro that that's the whole point bro that's that's how you you know not let that thing get to your head and and if mm. if i let it get to my head and there are a lot of people who might might listen to my music just because they like like the way i dress or like the way i look or mm. you know stuff like that i cannot just you know rob them of the opportunity to know me as a person in the future <laughs> if 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 that's their initial impression of me then it's fine and so be it mm. they they right. will get to know me in like the future if they keep if they if they are connected with me if they keep listening to my music and follow my journey closely that's a healthy mindset but then, actually yeah, yeah yeah but then you know you also have a lot of people who tell you that bro your music changed the way i look at things your music has mm-hmm. helped me sleep through night and those things stick by you bro i think mm-hmm. those are really meaningful those keep you going and right. for these things you need to just be optimistic and like mm-hmm. Hopefully oh, yeah that sort of i mean i don't know whether it's like a responsibility that sort of you know rattles you but i think you are like i mean this is the impact of what i'm doing and this is what it can sort of cultivate amongst people so i think i probably should keep going i'm sure that it's a very rewarding thing and i think those things when they happen also in whatever way they happen i think they can either you know completely mess you up or really make you realize that make you grateful towards yeah, what you're doing it does, it does. i think that's great There's no one between Yeah, there's no. In, yeah. yeah, I I totally get it because something somebody saying something so sort of uh, heavy. You know, it 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 heavy. comes it comes out as if randomly you'll you'll someday get a DM. Hey, mm. uh, this this song is really good. It touched my heart and stuff like that. And then the next thing you know, they they they're telling you their uh you know story and of how they have gone through a lot of stuff. How they found this song. How they found this song at a particular time where it was important for them to find this song. and they found it and this song gave them comfort and knowing this song and the story behind it gave them comfort and made them feel better and helped them sleep at night better then that is that is something that you know 
it's still unreal to me if someone comes to me and tells me that i i have chills right now if you could see they're gone but mm. i i i think about it and it just shakes me bro just, right i think that's the ultimate gratification i don't think yeah. any award or any sort of applause can sort of beat that i think that's yeah. what most artists do what they do for i mean not to right. seek or you know try to get those things from people but i think when it happens it's its own reward and you can't sort of categorize it in terms of hierarchy also for sure for sure that's beautiful that's beautiful that uh, so speaking about that we're going to talk we're going to ask you the last question today i know it's been excellent talking to you man i mean yeah you too, you too both thank you thank you thank you so fun. much bro pleasure is all ours bro and thank you for taking amazing me. questions man i mean thank you thank you so much bro i yeah. mean we really found your story interesting and i mean that was that was the reason thank we you, sort bro. of connected with you also and uh, i mean kudos to you for being so sporting and being so real with your answers because a uh, lot of people you know just want to talk about the sugary stuff which yeah. i understand they have to there are a lot of reasons for that also but it's good that you just you know were so authentic about it so genuinely appreciate that so the last question that we have each podcast is uh, we call the corporate question and that's only something that part by ask uh, so part by <laughs> over to you ask uh, ask so, the last question so yeah it's a yeah. pretty i mean you'll understand why we call it a corporate question so it's basically yeah. <laughs> it's basically Where i mean do you see yourself in 5 years <laughs> oh, you've got it man <laughs> not not you, really 5 years you mentioned you mentioned the word corporate <laughs> and i and i knew <laughs> this was coming but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not basically 5 years but again i mean uh, yeah. what do you see yourself doing with probably in the near coming near future and what 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 you have in your bag that is going to come out so i have been working on my next single i don't think i can like reveal the name just yet mm-hmm. because it's still too okay. soon it's just, i'm just in the very initial process but mm-hmm. i am working i had a lot of uh, songs coming out yeah. some of them uh, got delayed because of some or the other reason and and you know how collaborations go right mm-hmm. it's not just you there are a lot of people involved and it's going to take time so mm-hmm. it took me a lot of time i gave a lot of time to certain collaborations and yeah, i was on a break for a while i didn't do uh, i didn't make music for a while i was on like a short break where i was just gathering my sanity back but right now i'm in a very you know good mood i'm i have I have crazy energy i'm writing new songs i'm nice. meeting new people i'm working with a bunch of uh, music producers i'm learning every day i'm yeah, i'm just trying to get better i'm just trying to get back in so the the goal for this year is probably to release as many songs as i possibly can jitna ho pae just don't hold yourself if mm-hmm. if it if you have doubts about like that one thing in the mix just go for right. it don't don't worry right. don't worry about it right so for this year it's it's definitely more songs more music right. videos more like learning experiences and for the future i'm sure once the live live scene comes back i'm I'm not going to stop bro. I I have to stop. I have mm. to start gigging. I have to I had a goal to, you know, hit five cities in five different cities in 2020. Mm-hmm. It, unfortunately, it couldn't happen, but like whenever it whenever the live gig scene like ca- continues ekdam acche se at its full capacity, I'm going to mm. get into it like blow the fucking roof, bro. I'm sure you will, man. I'm sure you will. I can see yeah. the determination. I can see the fire in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, it'll yeah. happen, and I, 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 we hope to catch you around, man. If you're coming for, for sure, your tour, sure. it's, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, bro. And I just hope you, you continue doing what you're doing with the same intensity, and it's, you just keep building on it, and you reach your A to Z 
very soon so thank you so much bro thank you so much thank for, you for having me man thank you pleasure is all ours bro pleasure is all ours and uh, keep inspiring man keep giving back to the scene that's it's great to see so uh, i don't know whether this is going to be a one or two part thing because we've spoken for a while now <laughs> i mean it was fun however it, is, however it will be a trilogy whatever i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you guys will know so thank you so much firstly go and follow ashwin uh, on instagram just type ashwin ladravi chandran ashwin spelling not the v1 yeah. and ashwin adwani on uh, instagram ashwin if you want to tell your i mean you have a lot of followers man i mean we need followers <laughs> <laughs> go and fo- go and follow ashwin guys go and follow thank please you, tell you too. please tell your id so my uh, instagram id is ashwin adwani a s h w i n a d w n i and that's the username i have everywhere got to see my manager you need to stay consistent <laughs> shout out arjun sha <laughs> yeah big shout out to your management man they yeah. they were in yeah to talk to so yeah man Yeah, we we actually almost spoke to them at par with how much we spoke to you in the podcast during the mail. <laughs> yeah, I saw the mail thread, bro. They were like, "Twenty days." I was like, "Are we applying to Harvard or something?" That they're really, really amazing people, man. Oh yeah, one thousand percent, man. Thank you, thank you, Shark and Ink. Is it Shark and Ink? Shark and Ink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, man. You guys. Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you so much, bro. And uh, guys who made it to this point, please uh, go and follow Sounds Home Podcast. Podcast every Friday. on youtube uh, spotify and other audio streaming platforms uh, uh, also go and follow us on instagram our instagram ids and uh, we're going to be seeing you very soon thank you so much ashwin again for joining us bro thank and you for having me and we go and follow live music whenever gig start again go and follow uh, ashwin on instagram and go and visit his thing and just pick one song and just say once more a lot so that he thinks <laughs> the live scene is back sure. and uh, thank you thank you so much we'll see you around in the next podcast cheers take care guys chalo bye 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 good night bro good, good night, night bro good, good night, night bro. cheers bye bye bye